Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in May and June, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Hoyo de Monterey Double Coronas, Partagas Aliados, H. Upman Half Coronas, and Monte Cristo Open Eagle. And for New Worlds, we've got Davidoff, Winston Churchill, and Bellicoso, Diamond Crown, Julius Caesar, TAA Shark, 2023, Liga Pravada, T52 in Corona Viva, and Davidoff, Late Hour in Robusto, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us. Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. Our podcast is supported by the Fabrica Five Cigar Company. Straight from the Honduran factory to your hands, the company was built by Rob Isla of Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame and Cuban master blender Hamlet Peretti's. The entire cigar line is blended by Rob and Hamlet and is refined with feedback from a hand-selected tasting panel, the Friends of El Habano Forum, and smokers like you. You can even jump on the FOH Forum right now and post reviews and comments. And you might even hear from Rob or Hamlet when you do. Rob has opened the discount floodgates and now exclusive to Lizard listeners, Fabrica 5 is offering 10% off the entire store. That's all five packs, all 25 count bundles, all 50 count bundles using promo code LIZARDPOD at Fabrica005.com. That's code LIZARDPOD, one word. Plus, worldwide free shipping from Miami on all orders over $125 US. Again, use code LIZARDPOD for 10% off the entire Fabrica 5 store right now. That's Fabrica005.com. Fabrica005.com. You must be 21 years of age or older to order. Fabrica 5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards Podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo. Tonight, I'm joined by Rooster, Puba, Senator, Grinder, and Bam Bam. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some tequila, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 84th official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a Cupid cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. We smoke a brand new Habanos regular production release. We talk LGC and its shared history with Partagas. And we do a deep dive on our tequila pairing, all among a variety of other things for the next hour. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair tequila Ocho Añejo with the La Gloria Cubana Turquinos. A Robusto Extra tonight on the pod from La Gloria Cubana. The factory name is a Gordito. It's called the Turquinos. It's a brand new release. The first LGC that we've done on the pod. Uh, and I think probably the youngest release that we've done so far in all these episodes. It's a beautiful cigar. Yeah. Honestly, the, the wrapper is pristine. So normally, I totally agree with you. Yeah. You know, normally we wouldn't reach for something this young, but I've had a lot of folks have been talking about this cigar. What year is this? It's uh, for November 2022. So it's oh. very fresh. What's okay. the factory cook? Partagas factory. Partagas factory. Nice. There we go. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, let's cut this thing, boys. See, so we're going on the cold draw. But uh, yeah, this is um, a really a brand new release. But what I love about it is its accessibility for you know us, for the listener, if we like it. This is a $20 cigar, which in the Habanos catalog these days you know, is very rare. The cold draw, it's, it's quite nice. I'm getting honey and a little cream. Mm. A little bit. 
Tastes like a like a little bit like a D four type type of cold draw for me. Mm, not for me. I don't get me. that at all. No, not I get what exactly what uh, Bam what Bam said. Yeah, which is kind of honey. Yeah, it's sweet. Mm. I hope it smokes like this. Or as Dan would say, Dan yeah Dan Dan, 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 Dan would say honeysuckle. <laughs> <laughs> is this Dan? First? We love you, but a honeysuckle note is <laughs> is a Dan note. I thought we did another LGC. We did not. Hmm. We've okay. smoked it together. We've smoked the LGC four together and the twos, but we've never recorded. Incredible, both incredible cigars. Yeah, they're so hard to get. All right, boys, let's let's light this thing. All right, the La Gloria Cubana. It, the, the cold draw is so sweet. It's it awesome. Is. Let's see what happens. Turquino probably be the called. exact opposite of what's going on. This is true. <laughs> Again, it's a gordito, fifty ring gauge by five and a half inches. And if I may ask, what did you pay for these? Twenty bucks a stick. Sorry, nice. what was it? Fifty one. 50, 50 ring gauge by five and a half. Yeah. At 20 bucks, it's a bargain. Let's see. Yeah, hopefully it smokes that way. So I've seen a lot of great things online about this. You know, one thing I'm noticing as I'm lighting this, the wrapper is delicate. So if your flame kind of goes off the side, you'll burn a good amount of it. Mm. You know. Very nice on the light. Yeah. The Very smoke, nice. The smoke smells delicious. Flavor bomb. This is more in line with what I'd expect from an LGC. Dude, are you guys kidding me? Then the this is really this good. This is very good. This is yeah. awesome. Twenty dollars cigar just released from Habanos. I'll See, celebrate that. We don't celebrate much Habanos well, on this wait. program. We're just, we're just starting out. Twenty Hopefully bucks. It continues, but this is beautiful. Yeah. This is if it holds up in the last third time, I'll tell. Mm -hmm. The smoke output is high. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of notes do you guys get? I'm getting amplified. Um, I'm getting some graham cracker and more cream and a little bit of honey. Just amplified for me. I'm I'm getting like this. I'm actually kind of getting very traditional Cuban, you know, not necessarily the twang, but like very Cuban mainline production notes. <laughs> um, Which are? Well, I get some cream. Yeah. I definitely get. Mm. I think there's some spice actually. You getting spice and the finish. I'm not getting spice on, I, on the I, on I, the I retro get three hell. distinct notes to start for me: cream that Bam mentioned, mm -hmm. uh, nuts, and a little cedar. That's what's jumping out at me to start. I feel like I'm getting something that's a little doughy, maybe like a sourdough or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, I, I I like that. That that makes sense actually. And it's I, it does have a touch of floral, mm -hmm. especially through the retro hill. Yeah, that's an LGC DNA, right? Yeah, floral, fruity, earthy. It kind of tastes like an aged cigar, kind of, right now. Let's see what happens, guys. Yeah. Let's not get over our skis. <laughs> I mean, I will say, though, what's encouraging, it's it true. doesn't it doesn't smoke like you'd expect a really young cigar No, in the first third. That's right. Yeah, It's got a refinement about it, which is nice. Big totally. Time. But, I mean, like, you know, but let's see, because there have been so many bigger ring-gauge cigars that you, 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 and I, I would call out the Hoyo Double Corona as one mm. where it's where we've smoked that cigar and it starts out like so amazing, but yeah. then it, it, but a younger one um, at the you know towards the last third just gets it shows its its youth. So let's see if this thing is like you know acts like an adolescent mm -hmm. um, down the stretch. It's a good analogy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, so far so good. I love the aroma that's coming out of the cigar. Yeah, oh, absolutely. At the it's line, previewing great. I mean, it's previewing yeah. great. Yeah, the the aroma at the line, delicious. 
So the construction on these things, when I was looking at them, I was like, man, this is a brand new cigar, only 20 bucks. I looked at all the feet of the cigars, and none of them were overpacked. The construction yeah. looked really, really good. They were open. I was very, very happy with it. Draw is fantastic. Yeah, because when you feel like the when you in your hand, it's like it's like medium. Mm. Yeah. It's he's right, medium. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Not it's not like, light. It's, it's not, not light like a, like yeah, it's no. not light like a Upman Two is lightly packed, which yeah. I like about it, which is a virtue in that cigar. But or an E Two. It, but it's medium. So let's see how it performs. I, I'm I'm bullish right now. Mm-hmm. Me too. So La Gloria Cubana, unfortunately. Uh, despite its very, very long history, only has three regular production cigars right now. Unbelievable. Which is a tragedy, given some of the brilliant cigars that, that have come out of this uh, marca. Yeah. Uh, first, of course, is the MDO. The, um, how do you pronounce that, Rooster? Medallador? How do you pronounce oh, that? I love it. <laughs> Medallador. <laughs> I just say MDO4. I'm sorry. I'm just, I love this. It's a metal Dior. It's not metal Dior. <laughs> Medaille. Medaille Dior, number four. <laughs> it's what? not like you've been to Cuba twice or anything. I know. I know. Right? I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Which is a Slim Panatella, which is a legendary cigar. They still make those in very, very small quantities. Um, <laughs> 32 ring gauge by six inches. The brand new uh, Glorias, which we've talked about. Uh, we haven't smoked yet, which is a La Casa del Habano release. Comes in one of those really ornate um, boxes. Uh, really, really nice box of twenty cigars. Very expensive. This and is. Then, this, this, I just want to. This is better than that cigar, by the way. You've really? Had, so far, you've yeah. had that cigar. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, th that's this an LCDH release. It's like twelve hundred dollars for a box. Oh, yeah. Forget it. It's like sixty bucks a stick. Yeah. It, I mean, the retro hell on this thing. It's is delicious. Outstanding. Yeah. Yeah, this is really good. They make they make a lot of uh, regionals too, as well. They right? do. I yeah, mean, they use this. They use these brands um, to put out a lot of regionals. Um, you know, just for various. Yeah. You know, um, uh, distributors around the world. They, but the the reason why two cigars have come out uh, under La Gloria Cubana recently is this is I think we talked about it a few episodes ago, maybe ten episodes ago. Uh, but you know, Habanos committed to revitalizing some of the brands that have been ignored or you know a lot of their stuff discontinued over the last 15 years so i mean prior to these two cigars Ligoria cubano was making one cigar in very very low quantity and then like you're saying only being used to put out regional editions they they had that espana regional like a few years ago and i remember i got two boxes of the the Spain and then I got two boxes of a, another regional from Hoya de Monterrey. La, uh, was, wasn't it La Florida Cana? You're right, right. Yeah, it was La yeah. Florida Cana and they tasted exactly the same. It was yeah, the same cigar. We were cigar. talking about this. I remember that. Yeah. And I think we got lunch. those from Monty. Uh, yeah, I think I did get them from Monty actually. <laughs> actually uh, Monty Fortuna. Maybe yeah. it was. Yeah. You know, I'm praying. They had a special. <laughs> I'm praying that this doesn't come to a letdown because this is off to a very good start. Like if it turns into something strange, yep. because because through the nose, <laughs> for me, it, it tastes it tastes it tastes very Cuban. Yeah, it tastes it's very flavorful. It's got that that kind of full kind of really nice balanced flavor and when you put it through your nose it's so satisfying like 
and to me that's just fantastic it is uh, so if it if it i hope it doesn't turn into some sort of weird shit mm. sorry down the what? down the stretch you know how, what i mean yeah. how is how easy is it to find these because i'm gonna so that's that's why i wanted to do them even though they're so young is this is a cigar that any listener can go out right now and find on the internet for 200 bucks for a box of 10 dude Shit. Dude, they they might not be able to after between no. podcast and release. <laughs> yeah, don't don't release this yet. <laughs> <laughs> Give us some time to. So let's talk a little bit about uh, La Gloria Cubana's history. Despite um, unfortunately only having three cigars in regular production, one that's been around since 1960, the MDO number four we just talked about. They've had some brilliant, brilliant cigars that have gone the way of the dodo um, in the mid 2010s. Namely, the MDO 1 through 3. Of course, we love the MDO 2, sure. which is a really, really special cigar. Yep. Coveted among, you know, Habanos lovers. I, I would think that's up there with some of the greatest of all time. Extremely um, difficult to find. And terribly unfortunate that they got canceled when they did. I think that was in 2014. Um, so La Gloria Cubana was established in 1885. So this is a brand that's had 150 years of history. I mean, pr- pretty incredible. What I found interesting, and not to go into it a ton about LGC, but the, the biggest thing that I found interesting about them is their ties to Partagas. So, like I said, they were founded in 1885, uh, and in 1954, the brand was purchased alongside Bolivar, which is another brand that we love very oh, much. Yeah. Uh, they were purchased together by the Sofuentes uh, family, which was is the Partagas uh, the the heads of the the Partagas brand. So if you think about Partagas as a you know a mother factory, uh, uh, premier global brand, Bolivar being that secondary brand under Partagas, this is one of the tertiary hmm. brands, yep. maybe alongside uh, Ramon Ionis. Yep. So what's interesting is we've talked about Partagas so many times. Uh, a lot of the Lusitanias, a lot of the eight nine eights, a lot of the D fours do not come out of the Partagas factory, and we're smoking a brand new. $20 cigar out of the from a tertiary, tertiary brand that has come <laughs> exclusively out of the Partagas factory, which is very, very it's, cool. It's also unusual. It is, yeah. you know. Um, but I, I just love the story alongside uh, uh, Partagas, namely for this reason. If you look at, and this is where Minron Nee's book from 2003, uh, the Encyclopedia of Post-Revolution Havana Cigars, um, comes in great, great uh, use when looking at a brand that's this old. Because I didn't realize how aligned those discontinued cigars that we love and are with Partagas in that their packaging is nearly identical. The varnish boxes of 898. So you think about MDO2, MDO4, MDO1s, all come in those same varnish boxes of 898, like Partagas 898. A lot of the brand is aligned mm-hmm. with that mother, with the mother brand. Of, with yeah. the Cifuentes, yeah. So it's pretty cool. Back yeah. That far, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, as of 2002, when this book was put out, I mean, this brand ac- accounted for 0.2% of the export of Habanos SA. Certainly, I think now is even less than that. So it's nice to see them coming back. Um, but, you know, the classic floral, sweet, fluty, uh, fruity flavors is, is the hallmark of LGC, Ligoria Cubana, as we've experienced with MDO2 and 4. So, as Puba said, hopefully this cigar will live up to that. But it is nice to see a brand that we love coming back to life with another. Yeah, and, yeah. and this is maybe this is a modern take. You know, something that's that has some mass market appeal. And if you look at 
you cannot deny, and I'm looking at everybody's cigar right now, you cannot deny the construction, the combustion, and the burn mm. on every what what's happening. I, at least I'm looking at everybody. I think everybody's we're, cigars are performing really well. We're all with you. Yeah. 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 I mean, for me, not knowing any of that, obviously, I love Partigas. It, it it gives this. I am already viewing the brand in a different way in that I've never had a bad LGC or a plugged LGC, but now it's kind of reinforcing why maybe the quality is what it is and the fact that this is young and something that they've just put out that's new and we're already having such a fantastic experience. And as yeah. Puba said, yeah. the construction, I mean, honestly, the construction is flawless on it, this it cigar. Really yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really nice. That, that, that really goes a long way. I mean, I'm not going to forget that when I'm considering the brand or, or purchasing anything they make. Yeah. The other thing I will say, though, that I, I like that's different. So you mentioned the traditional flavor profile of LGC being very floral, very fruity, which is exactly what you get on like an MDO2 or MDO4 that we've smoked um, a, a number of. This to me is not that floral or fruity. And I like that because it's showing me that this brand maybe has some range. Um, I don't love when a brand just has like every stick smokes almost exactly the same. Like I love about Partagas that the way a Lucy smokes is dramatically different from the way a D4 smokes or an 898 or some of the other sticks they make. We've talked about different Upmans, like the way the Kanye is going to smoke is going to be totally different than an Upman 2 or anything. Like, mm -hmm. I like there to be range in the line. And, and variety. So, exactly. Yeah. So this is really intriguing to me because it's not just what I know the kind of MDO line to be. It's different, and I, I like that. It, well, it, the you know, MDO number yeah. 2 and the MDO number 4 do vary a, a bit, a, a little in my bit. opinion. I yeah. think MDO number 2 is a little bit more of a... A medium-bodied smoke, less floral and fruity. Coffee. MDO number and four is a little bit one. more floral and floral Agreed. notes on the MDO number four. Right. But the another another point, like, you know, on this cigar being how fresh it is, and we have talked about this, you know, lately, how the factories that are putting out new cigars, fresh cigars, and we're smoking at 2022, yeah. November 22. And November how well, 22. How how well it's it's smoking. I mean, uh, like I know. said earlier, it, to me on the front, it is when I take that initial draw, it's smoking like an aged cigar. I yeah. get that on the front and on a finish, I'm capturing a lot, some salty notes. But for me, this the complexity of the cigar, savory and sweet, all in the same delivery. As and as you're finishing, a little bit of saltiness. It's a very complex cigar. I completely agree with that. Yeah. And to me, the signature thing about this that kind of makes it smoke like an aged cigar is the creaminess that you get in this stick. Yeah, There is no young cigar I've honestly ever smoked that is creamy. That builds up with time and age and the flavors kind of marry together. And Absolutely you get that. right. So for this to be this young, this is honestly the first young smoke I've ever had maybe, that I would describe as very creamy. Maybe a part of the C2. That's, that's true. That's true. This is true. Fresh but even this is creamier than an E2. But like, Senator said one little thing. So what he said about the cream, you know when you get like a, a, a dairy product that's just on the verge of spoiling a little bit and you got, I happen to like that little barnyard, a little... It's, it's not exactly what it should be, but it's got that barnyard S type of a thing. That's what I'm getting in the cigar. Sure, and man. that's what makes it, that, that gives me that aged quality. You like blue, you like blue cheese? I love blue cheese. <laughs> yeah. I, th I think well, it has I'm, something I'm, like that. I, kind, there's something it's hard there. to put How, do you, how do you know when blue cheese goes bad? I don't know. <laughs> when it's really blue? <laughs> you, you don't. <laughs> it just gets better. Poob, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, no, no. I just find one notable thing on just observing this. I agree with all the commentary. I'm just 
is is which is somewhat unusual, not totally unusual, but it, I have like a bright white ash, like it's a Dominican. Yeah, yeah. Am I wrong? I mean, look at my ash. Well, yeah. yours is yours, a, mine, mine is more honestly, traditional. Yours is more yours traditional, is but Pumas. mine is like a bright white it ash. Is. It is. That, look how that, bright uh, that is. It looks like a Davidoff. That plant got a little extra calcium in its diet. <laughs> you know, am I wrong? No, I'm dead, but that, that's usually what, where it comes from. You calcium. know, uh, I'm looking at this thing, and it looks like a Dominican cigar with yeah. this bright white ash stacked up. I mean, I'm yeah. stacked up an inch and a half here. You know, I, I wonder, as we're talking about the age of these and how they're smoking young, right? We're talking these are six months old, right? It's, it's ridiculous. I've had them are. in my humidor for about three, four weeks. So they, it's not like they've had a ton of time to acclimate or, you know, um, soft, you know, even out. And I know that we're only in the first third. But I wonder if, as Habanos is designing, or excuse me, Tabacuba is designing a new blend for a cigar that's going to come out and be a regular production smoke, I wonder if they're just blending using, you know, parts of the, of the, the tobacco leaf that are just less sensitive to time. You know, is there Leslie Harrow in this? Is there... You oh, know, there's way less. Lajero. You know, this I'm, is not a Lajeros heavy cigar. But I'm at saying all. that yes. you know, compared to classic cigars that are requiring maybe some Lajero to give you that flavor or oomph in the blend, that maybe push them into the zone that they need 18 months, two years to to mature. These don't need it because it's, the blend is intentionally it's, it's, ready it's, to smoke. Absolutely, the primings in this interesting probably you know are not the same primings that the similar primings off the off the tobacco plant that are in a P2. Or in an eight nine eight, for that matter. Yeah, they're they're just a little bit more lajero heavy in the blend, and and but that's a merit here. Yeah, it's a I think no, I'm very happy. A, with I this. think that that's a merit, and like what's this this is delivering at its at this point in time. And I think any to any Habanos enthusiast who doesn't put this, you know, who doesn't light this and go, wow, you know, this is really a, a really great smoke, at least so far. Yeah, they've got. Problems. I mean. I mean that's you know yeah. this is a real this is a winner so yeah, far. I want to make a, a definitive statement while we're still in the first third. The first third of this <laughs> cigar <laughs> is outstanding. It's it outstanding. It really is. This is excellent. It is. Yeah. It is. It's out. It's outstanding. It's and I think to 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 a point that Senator makes a lot. Like it's been straightforward, and I'm actually okay with the straightforward kind of one act thing that's going on right now. And mm-hmm. if it actually continues like this, for me. Uh, maybe with a little bit of a, a little bit of a ramp up, and if that at the and you know towards the, the 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 last half of it, if it doesn't ramp up in an aggressive, weird way and get and get wonky, yeah, I hope we get that. I gotta tell you, this could be this could be something that's could be a winner. That could be a real winner. This yeah. young. Is there anything about the name Turquinos or? Something? Yes. So uh, Pico Turquino. Is the highest point in Cuba, mm-hmm. elevation-wise? It's named after the highest point in Hualabao in, uh, in that region, or I just I don't know where it is in Cuba, but it's that's it's the okay. highest point in Cuba. I'll look right now. As you're looking, so I've ashed my cigar. You two guys have you three guys have incredible ash on those sticks. The structure is holding beautifully. Did the ash fall right out or no? No, I just I just ashed it. Okay. Sorry, yeah, it's in the Sierra. Uh, the Pico Turquino is in the Sierra Maestro Mountain Range, in the municipality of Guama, Santiago de Cuba, province. Mm. So it's in the very Santiago is south. Isn't it? Yeah, southeast of Cuba. South. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm just enjoying this tremendously, but I'm like 
I'm, I think I'm smoking a little faster than you guys. You know, I am too. And I'm, and but I'm, I quit the retro hail, and I'm just trying to get as much smoke out of it as as I can because the billow of like aroma is so pleasant. Yeah, it's awesome. Does this remind you a little bit about from like the other the Espana, like the regional that we had? You know, I smoked it. How many years ago was that? Three or four? Three, I, yeah, maybe three, four years ago. I don't. I like, remember loving like, that cigar. Any, I don't. Any I don't, resemblance? I don't. I can't. I can't recall. So I do remember that stick. Both of them, the the Florida and the the LGC. It was very creamy. Yeah. So that is the one thing that it had in common with this stick. Right. The flavor profile was a bit different. I don't think it was as sweet as this cigar, but it was creamy. Right. This cigar to me. Is so mild in such a good way. Am I wrong? No, you're yeah. not wrong. No, you're it's very on. pleasant. But is it so mild in a good way, dude? Like you're, it's you're mild not wrong at all. in like a really good way. There's like a long finish on it. I mean, and, and I look at what's going on with the cigar. I so Puba's ash for the listeners about an inch and a half of nearly pure white. Honestly, yeah. Senator and Rooster and. Puba have beautiful long ash on their sticks right now. It's fantastic. I, I, I mean, but Puba's know. is like a work of art. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like a professional photographer. I don't want him to wear it on the shirt. It's going to be counties. Jackson Pollock all over his shirt in about a minute. <laughs> I know. As, as, I, I, think, I think there's a lot of skill set in, in actually blending a, a mild cigar that still retains a lot of those great flavors. Like when you have a mild cigar, like and I, you guys know I like mild cigars, right? When you have a mild cigar and it just kind of tastes flat, Yep. You know, you know, you know, that's what gives that that this kind of cigar a bad name. But this is so like there's so much nuance that I'm tr- like I'm st- I'm searching for flavors. It's it's kind of got this beautiful kind of like cappuccino, mm. you know, flavor profile. I don't get the, actually I don't get the coffee, but I, it, it, there's that creaminess that that is imbued throughout the the entire stick yeah. so far. I, I kind of get sorry, go ahead. And and I was just, you know, I, I this is something I've I just looked at the website that, that you procure these from. They're already sold out. Um, Oops. <laughs> but I think oh, grinder. I think this is. I think this is. This is a grinder power. Out. Yeah. This is. Yeah. This is like. There's. Mm. There's really something important about what you're saying, though, is that I think for how mild and and easy to smoke the cigar is, I think someone who prefers a stronger cigar. I, of course, I'm thinking about Pagoda, who's not here. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be sitting here going, you know what? I really enjoy this. Yeah. It's like got- I think it serves everyone. In a really, really nice way. It's well, you can slot it. Yeah. 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 There's a place to slot it. I can definitely at twenty dollars see this slotting if it if it maintains or even dips a little as it gets from the I like the size of the cigar. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty is fine. Feels good in your hand. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go back to the savory sweet thing because that's what I'm getting. I'm getting the best of both worlds in this. And that's for me a complex cigar. When it, anything that you eat or drink can have both of those things. In one experience, that's that's there's complexity there, and it takes it takes skill and art to make something like that. And grinder, what he said earlier, the milder the cigar, you can't hide. So when you're blending this, you can't hide behind Lajero. You can't hide behind other blends. You've got to really know what you're fucking doing with this thing. It's very it, intentional. It's very intentional. I, I and difficult to pull off. So I at the beginning of the of the cigar, I, I mentioned I'm not getting into the Cuban twang. But I'm getting some there's of it on, definitely, there's definitely some something, of it on yeah. the finish. Well, that's a classic, you know, even Minron Ronnie points that out in his is uh, in the, the famous book. And I certainly experienced this with LG uh, the MDO number two is with age, classic um, flavor profile of LGC. 
is with a little age, they do develop a, like that twang we talk about, you know, um, that saltiness. Um, but I'm tasting it here young. It's not as forward as, let's say, a Monty 2 is. Uh, but there's definitely a touch of that. Wait, you know, for, like front I mean, of your tongue. Front of your tongue. Are you also getting the nuttiness now? I absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really get almond. Almond. Yeah. Yeah. No, almond, almond for sure. And yep. the and the after the aftertaste in your mouth the after you push the draw. Yeah. Even after well after it's all gone, mm. it's a very pleasurable f- flavor yeah. in the mouth for a cigar that's only six months this old. This is ridiculous for for the, for the age of the cigar because you're not getting that what you're you know let's turn it a little bit you're like. What you're not getting is what you'd get out of an aged smoke is like the deep earth. Like you're not kind of getting that deep kind of like th- th- there's like it lacks like a little bit of depth. And there's a there's a lack of mustiness that comes with a bit of an aged Yeah, it, it's true. just you lacking know? a little bit of depth. But I think the way this is previewing, though, I think it's got that in its DNA. It just needs maybe needs more time. Yeah, It, it just but but boy, I mean, as a preview, dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna disagree. So let, forget a preview. I, I love how this is smoking yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't so want do it I. to change. <laughs> no, no, I don't want it to no, end. No, so do I. Would no, 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 no. No, I, I think we're not. We're saying the same thing. Yeah. I, I I think that actually with a little bit of time, it's gonna get even better. To me, this point. is a, this is a cigar. Like, this at this is price? previewing at the, this is previewing so well that I think with time you're gonna actually get a little bit more like a, that deep. Big that time. Extra I hear deep, big there's, time. There's earthiness tobacco right mist, now like, in it. There's, yeah. there's a little bit of earth. There, there is a little bit, but it's going to get deeper over time. It's yeah. going to develop over time. The way this is previewing for me, mm. compared to, let's say, some of the limitadas that we've had that previewed great, like the Ramona, like the Ramon Iones Torpedo Number Two, mm-hmm. like the Ramon Iones Number Two in the Green Box, where yeah, it previews great, but then like by, but you know. The last third sucks it wasn't in that great. cigar. It wasn't great. It, no, but but like in time, maybe that'll get better. This that, this that cigar we yeah, gave. I don't. It a 10. I don't think Bam remembers what we, we're talking we about. Just, maybe I don't. We just did that on the pod. Yeah, it got a ten. It oh, did a, it? The so racing green box. box. So that yeah, that box. Really so developed. you you smoked through your. I asked if you had any. You said you smoked through yours. I kept a bunch that I didn't touch, and I brought them, and we we smoked them on the pod. Oh, and got, they came to life? It got a perfect 10 from every lizard. I think that's true. It was, oh, yeah. was yeah. spectacular. Because it wasn't a t- quite a 10 when they first No, it out. wasn't. That's why, so like we talked about in the episode, I gave Giz one for maybe his So my point's validated. Yes. yes. Then, yes, but now it's tremendous. Right, wow. so validating my point, like, like yes, yeah, so I smoke kind of smoked through those. And but early. that sucked when it started. It, well, yeah. This well, is amazing. It, yes. Yeah. Well, no, it didn't totally suck when it started. It sucked. Up, it was good up until about now. And then like that last half wasn't that great. I still didn't love the first third of that right. cigar. I really so, didn't. I kind, so of this agree, cigar, I kind of agree with Senator on that. So this cigar yeah. to me at this price point is a cigar that to buy a box of 10, which is the only way they come, is, is this little dress box of 10 for 200 bucks. You order two, you smoke through one, and you throw one in the humidor. And you see what happens in 18 months, two mm-hmm. years, try one, do another six months. It's one of those that you, you set up, you know, as we call it an aging program for a very little investment. I mean, look at what the cost is of even other Robustos, other cigars this size. This, this is, is 50 this is by what, 140. Right. The, 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 okay, right. The Connie is, is, is 52 by 140. So All right, boys. So let's talk about our yeah, pairing tonight. Yeah, I gotta say the the 
the pairing, the minerality of the spirit that we're drinking beautifully complements the cigar, I think. And one huge thing with this tequila, it is very creamy Dude. for a tequila. Absolutely. Oh, God, that's so good. Which is why I love it with this cigar with how much creamy. And that's the, the beauty first of it. Si- that's the first sip I took it's awesome. with the cigar. Phenomenal. Dude, it's awesome. It's a, the nose. Oh and not a, not a single chip of ice. This, I, this, beautifully this, neat. This tequila, this, this tequila Ocho, I love this tequila. It's it's a go-to tequila for me. Um, it's absolutely fantastic, and uh, it's 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 a it's it's there's no additives in this. This is not one of these um, not one of these tequilas that are that use a blast um, mm-hmm. uh, diffuser. The, you know this is made in in the traditional fashion in terms of um, extracting the agave from ripe agave, and uh it makes a really big difference so um and at the price point this is not a celebrity tequila this is real tequila and it it's absolutely recommend to any of the listeners yeah. to, to so this to is look at this this is a chef ricky camacho endorsed tequila yes, which sir. for us lizards yes sir is a very important fact because he is very discerning in as puva just mentioned additives process uh authenticity to natural um uh fermentation and creation of tequilas uh and it's fantastic so how much how much was that bottle 65 bucks dude that is a bargain it's yeah. outstanding it so, really is so ricky did a tequila tasting uh one night for uh, a bunch of folks in in uh in my town and this was he maybe had five or six different tequilas and this was one of them this was by far my favorite that night and Ricky told this great story. The, the brand history, actually, of tequila uh, Ocho, Ocho is really cool in the sense that um, I'll just talk very briefly about it. Ricky, if he were here, could you know spend hours talking about this. But um, the guy who's the co-founder of it and the master distiller is a guy named Carlos Camarena, who Ricky described as, if he's ever had a man crush on someone, it's this guy. <laughs> and... I can kind of see, I mean, this is an amazing spirit, so I can kind of get it, but it's so fascinating when you hear about his family. So his grandfather was credited with bringing the blue agave to the highlands of Jalisco, which is like the foundation of every great tequila now mm. made. So his grandfather is like this absolute legend in the tequila world. His grandson then wanted to kind of take the mantle, and the way Ricky described it as he has a uh, a more innovative, modern approach to the uh, to tequila making than his grandfather, who's kind of more of the traditional, um, you know, the way that uh, Ricky's described with kind of the 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 donkeys and the everything kind of by hand. This is a little more modern the operation. No hanging chickens in the bar <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and letting it ferment with the meat because <laughs> that happens. But the result of the rabbit. product it was a rabbit, actually. <laughs> rabbit. Okay. <That's> right. <laughs> it's a good luck. But the results of the product, I mean, man, it, it, this was such a memorable tequila for me that night. I'm so glad we're doing this. I would it's, love, exactly, it's exactly what I want in my tequila. Yeah. It's, it's rabbit essence. Rabbit aroma. <laughs> exactly. We were very lucky. Uh, so just to piggyback on that, I have to shout them out. Um, coincidental, it wasn't on purpose that we, that we did this tonight. But uh, last week, a few of us at the lounge here were very fortunate. We went to Ricky's restaurant in New York City yep. um, right before, right around uh, Cinco de Mayo. And uh, it was an Añejo Tribeca, which is his restaurant, mm-hmm. and Tequila Ocho special pairing dinner. 
And actually, I think it was the son of one of the partners of Tequila Ocho, Jesse Estes, who's the global brand ambassador, came. And yeah. we paired six or seven tequilas uh, with various foods that, that Ricky and his team prepared, and it was a brilliant night. That kid, brilliant. that kid was a master. Yeah, incredible. The way he presented the tequila, fantastic. Yeah, it was really informative. Oh, we yeah. learned a lot, and the tequilas were excellent. And I yep. certainly this one was my favorite. Did you guys have the repo? Yes, we had everything. Yes. It's really good. The yeah. repo is great. The Blanco is great. And the yeah. Blanco is yeah. really good. Yeah, I think you know I love tequila, and I think there's a really great. I think there's a really great spot for all of them. Um, uh, for Blancos, I mean, like. For a brand like Tequila Ocho, like the Blanco is not a shit tequila. You know, when when people think about Blanco or they think about Repo and Añejo, they're like, well, only the Añejo is is you know is what you should drink or whatever. Whatever. That's not true. Yeah, they were they, saying they, the opposite at the dinner. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they really have. They actually all of them have merits when they're made well. They're just different. And um, this particular brand, the Blanco, the Repo, the Añejo, I would recommend them all. Try them. They're really, really good. Before a dinner, try a Blanco like you would, like you'd have in a spot like a martini on the rocks. Do you know what I mean? It's light. It's yeah. a little bit, you know, fruitier. They make, and by the way, so it's they make some, a, they make some that are uh, Blanco Plata. That's right. Which is made from agave from one single field. So instead of bringing in various agave from the various fields, they make the Blanco. It's just one field of agave. And the flavor is so interesting compared to their other Blancos. I think we had two or three Blancos we that did. night. And, I, and like I, you're saying, it's the perfect starter for an evening before dinner. Yeah, like yeah. Blancos have like a lot of merit if it's from a good distiller. Yeah. They, they really yeah. do. It's so, it's and, not just for a margarita. Mm -hmm. And like he said too, Jesse, the global brand ambassador, uh, he said, you know, and, and Ricky has said this too, that the Blanco of any good artisan tequila is really, it's, it's in its purest form. The, you know, that shows you how well or how good that tequila is because anybody could put it in a barrel and yeah. age it for a few years. But yeah. the Blanco is really where you it's, see it's like what we were the job that they're doing. Just like we were talking insight. about it. Yeah, it's like a, a moment insight. ago. Yeah. A lighter, complex element, whatever you're making, it's very hard to do that in a very good way without hiding behind something. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. so true. Yeah. Speaking of Chef Ricky, one of the things that he um, uh, taught me, because when, when I first got this drink, I, I didn't put ice in it per per the per your guys' suggestion, and I took a big whiff in the in the of you know smell of the of the glass, and it was very overwhelming. There's a lot of aroma in when you put your nose in there, which is great. It's a great sign. Yeah. One of the things he taught us long ago, on when the first time he came onto our pod, was that some tequilas to get the creamy smoothness, you have to kind of take a bit. You can't just take a little nibble sip. You have to actually kind of get a good swath of that of that in your mouth and that when i did that here that's was i had like a little sip and it was a little jarring and then i then i had a bigger gulp and it was so mellow and so smooth and sweet and creamy and i think it, it pairs very well it pairs with the, cigar. with the cigar and um yeah i mean just the pleasant experience right now i'm in this kind of like zone of 
trying to get as much of that smoke enveloping my my general vicinity because I'm just I'm just I'm just taking it in on the nose. And I think that I think that we're what we're experiencing with this tequila for me was versus some of the others is that creaminess. The way that the finish happens is very unique to this tequila. Like it's almost like there's a delay, a very pleasant delay for me when I swallow the tequila. The way it hits my palate a half a second or a second later is really, really re- rewarding. It's delicious. To, fantastic. But it takes tequila. a second. It does. It, it, like, it, just, it just takes a second. Let it I mean, honestly, We're, for me, this of any tequila that we've had has one of the creamiest, smoothest finishes. And as a result, I mean, you can drink a lot of this stuff. Yeah, like, dangerous. I'm not exactly. I mean, when Ricky had that tasting in sure town, I mean, the amount of this that I consume. It, it's just so drinkable and it's so enjoyable. Brother, and I felt wonderful the next morning. Brother, I could take this bo- entire <laughs> bottle with this particular cigar and sit in my backyard and just disappear from the world. Well, right. it's, <laughs> no, no. I mean, the pairing tonight is fucking spectacular. It's perfect. Yeah, it's, it's spectacular. Perfect. Oh, it's, I, it totally is. What? And that's the thing about tequila in general. Good tequila, it's a clean spirit. So if, I, if you don't want to, you know, this. there's that... Uh, I, I, to build on what you're saying, Senator and, 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 and Bam, it, it, like there's this stigma with tequila that like it's going to give you this bad hangover. It's a very clean spirit that actually is not going to give you a hangover. It's actually one of the better spirits to consume if you're going to consume in volume. Yeah, <laughs> consume a good tequila well, because love it. you're going to feel a hell of a lot better the next day. Am to, I wrong? To that point, no, I think, I think totally it's important right. Not to at say all. it's a, a good tequila made the right way. Because there's there's a lot of trashy tequilas out there yeah. that will that will give you that hangover after two glasses. Yep. Now, I mean, this is the, I think, escapism aside, you know, it, it is easy <laughs> To, to escapism is, is, is well that's what we're doing here well, <laughs> i was gonna say for everything we do we're big fans of calibration whether on the tequila or you know calibrating separately with a with a with a, a vessel at a soccer game i think the um i just i i get this impression of of smoking the cigar you know in that kind of solitude that that you were referring to yeah and because you you can just kind of get lost in the aroma yeah. and then you know that that nice that nice ship, you know cherry on top is that is this tequila, you know, and it and it really kind of blends everything together. Yeah. And I think too, I, I think something that we need to point out as it relates to the cigar with the tequila is we're talking about a cigar that's mild medium. It, there, it's it's not really pushing beyond that, and to pair as well as it does with an añejo, yeah, is rare. Very. You know, I think there's a lot of cigars where you bring in an añejo tequila artisan or not. It may be talking a little bit more than the cigar is, especially a mild or medium cigar. This is really, really pairing nicely. It's, that's the it thing. Is. It's not all añejos are the same. Exactly. Right? So, like, the ones for this, that's why we talked about this before. Like, having had this, I knew, regardless of the exact flavor notes, the LGC profile is not, like, an overpowering one and is going to need something that's going to dance alongside but not take center stage. Another tequila that's very similar in añejo is El Tesoro. It doesn't oh, overpower. Yes. Like, <laughs> absolutely. You're both correct. you're both absolutely right. Yeah. 100% There's, correct yeah, El Tesoro. Yeah. El Tesoro. Tesoro. <laughs> 100%. 100%. The best. Yeah. El Senador with the El Tesoro. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. 
You're 100 percent. Yeah, right. both would go great with this cigar, and that's the thing. Where some other, you know, like I one of the pods we did, we had Don Filano on yeah. Yeho, yeah, and that drinks more like a whiskey. That's yep. a really rich, deep Añejo. Mm-hmm. It's not this kind of light, clean agave no. forward one. I would it's say the like same this. too. Uh, the uh, Tapatio, excellent. Yeah, yeah. 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 Neither I mean, that's, neither that's would pair well with the cigar. Yeah, yeah. 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 But the Alta Sora, Alta though, is it more like you can't find that as easily. Actually, I bought it today. I yeah, just around, around here. Yeah, yeah. around yeah. here you can. Actually, yeah, right it next sells, door. It sells out. Like in Florida, it sells out mm. um, quicker. It sells out quicker than it's the Ocho. Delicious. It's delicious. It is. Well, you guys see the pictures I send of the El Tesoro. It's El Tesoro <laughs> and Ocho, you know, I'm sending true. the pictures. That's true. But it is, I, I, Senator, you're right. I mean, El Tesoro, if you like El Tesoro or try both because they're both fantastic. I, they're both fantastic. I think Tesoro is a little pricier than this, right? It is. About that's twenty it. bucks more. Yeah, that's okay. like ninety yeah. a bottle, roughly. Mm-hmm. Sixty-five. That's right. All right, boys. So we're uh, we're a little bit over halfway here on the La Gloria Cubana Torquinos. Mm. What do you guys think? I'm having a hard time slowing down on this thing. Yeah, you know, going through it, I am because I love it. It's just delicious. It hasn't hasn't changed. Yeah, what Puba much. said earlier, it hasn't changed. It, but it's really continuing to be complex and rich and delicious and a very smooth yeah. delivery for me so the, the flavor profile hasn't changed for me i completely agree but what i do like the first third i i think many have said and i would agree was mild halfway through i think it's now built to medium it's Maybe building a bit. a bit yeah it's building a bit um in a very good way though it's uh, not it's oh, not sure. like uh some of the young cigars the way that they build in that second half it's not doing that no yet. no no it's not like revealing something something bad it's been um for me, really, really good. It's been a totally one act play. Am I wrong? No. It's, no. I, I, I'm, I'm getting. I don't. I might be a little further than you. Actually, maybe not. No. Yeah, we're, the three of us are kind of at the yeah. same. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a one act play, but for, I mean, I like it. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's one dimensional. Um, I, I, a little bit more complexity. A little bit more different. A little bit more. Di- I'm not saying it's. I was hoping for a little bit, maybe more down the stretch, but maybe mm. that's too high of an expectation. Yeah, for a six-month-old cigar. Six-month-old yeah. cigar, but yeah. but 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 conversely, you're not getting anything offensive down the stretch yeah. for a young no, cigar, which is a real, which is not a virtue. All. Nothing at all. You know, like which that. is a big virtue. Yeah, but honestly, the delicious. richness for me is there. It was right there from the beginning. I'm still getting that savory sweet, and for me, that's complex. That's for, that for me. I I think it's. Very subtly increased in flavor. Very subtly. Uh, I don't think. I don't. I don't. I. I wouldn't call it a. You might call it a. You know, a one act play in in that that regard because the change is this. The transition is so slight. But I am. I am sensing a little more punch. Mm. But it's built up in strength. But I don't think those notes are more. You haven't or lost less, them. Less yeah. prominent. Yeah. yeah, but they're there. Very accurate. But not. You know, I think that's a hundred percent. I think so, that's the right. That's so yeah, rooster. Because for the listener, when we're saying a one-act play, we're talking about the flavor notes are consistent all the way through. Yes. They don't change. We're like early on, you're getting floral and fruity, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden in the last third, right. you're getting like coffee and Chocolate. cocoa and a totally different yeah. flavor profile. Correct. That would be a two-act play. Correct. But what we So we're saying this is one act and that the flavor notes are consistent all the way through. Mm-hmm. But what a number of us are noting is that the strength of it it has picked up a bit in the second half sure. where I think starts firmly uh, mild and now is like veering yeah. toward medium. Yeah. It, it's yeah. pleasant 
it's pleasant and I'm I'm not maybe you guys can help me with this. It's not at all muddled. It's defined, mm-hmm. but it's but the complexity for me like it just isn't quite there. Hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not totally muddled at, in any way, shape, or form. Like, there are definitely defined notes there, but it, it's, it's are you, just... Yeah, I don't, it's I don't lacking disagree. Just a, it's lacking just, a, like, a few degrees of complexity that are... Yeah, I don't disagree. That, well, are, yeah, you know are what you, I'm saying? It's, I, I completely agree. I mean, it is a relatively straightforward yes. flavor profile. Yes. It's not an overly complex one. Yes. yes. Like, we've called out a few notes. Those mm-hmm. are present all the way through. We like them. But I do agree. Is it tremendously complex? Are there more than five notes? Are there even five? Oh, no, not no, really. Yeah. No. So no, I agree. No. So here's my question. It's Rooster- so pleasant. Extremely. Yeah. So Rooster, you probably in the room have smoked more La Gloria Cubanas than anybody. Than us combined. All of us combined. And I'm not. And I'm not. This is not. I'm not it's going true. into like joke zone. But genuinely, where does this kind of fit in in the DNA of LGC as far as your palate's knowledge of it? Does it align with that? And and how do you, you know, to use Puba's word, previewing, do you see this kind of slotting alongside in the catalog, the MDO stuff and, and some of the others you've smoked? Well, to me, the MDO typically are more floral. This doesn't have quite that much floral note in it. It has a little bit of fruit, a little bit of earthiness. But also the LGCs that I have smoked have... Like significant heavy, age. heavily aged yeah. so 2008 2012 so it, i would be curious to see i mean how this develops with you know at least three years four years five years of age on it it shows potential yeah you know? and uh having said that i mean this is going to be a regular production lgc cigar which is promising i mean this is a six-month-old cigar and and we already you know are enjoying this we are so, so. Yeah, I just got to say, I'm sorry. There should be more LGC cigars made. Of period. course, of course. Like none of us have had a bad LGC. Never, not ever. It's actually frustrating totally that true. there's so yeah. few that same they with, made. And He's the same, right. same with right. Robania. Yeah. Same with Robania. Uh, yeah. So I I think that's a great segue because if they're going to be expanding the the market and the, the different cigars in the market, <clears throat> you know, I kind of, I'm kind of curious. Th- this is from the Partagas factory, you said? Yeah. Is yeah. the MDO4 also from the Partagas factory? I think a lot of those do come out of Partagas. I think they do. But you know what the thing is, Grinder? They come out so infrequently. They come out in such small batches. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're not going to, if they intend to expand the, the product or the, you know, the products in the, in the port, that, that marca, you know, you're going to have more volume, right? So then the question is, is there, and I just don't know the answer to this, is there a specific farm that they're, that Partagas is pulling from? Are they just distributing? So the factory the managers factories? go to Pinar del Rio and they shop just like we go to the store and shop. They, yeah. they go. It to all comes from the same. place. It all comes from the same place. It's yeah. all the same. Remember, every tobacco. factory buys from the same, same. location. All yeah. the brands. Now, yeah. so are, it's the blending that makes the cigar different. So, That's right. So are, are the blenders aligned to specific factories? Yes. Okay. Actually, blenders yeah. are aligned to specific markets. Brands. Yeah. yeah. Specific. That's brands. how you. But know not. But not. But not. factories. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. You know, the, factories just where they're rolled. That's all. That's. that's right. And then you know the blender, the master blender. Like the, uh, we met a guy at Legito who was brilliant, and he blends all of Cohiba's cigars. So he's constantly like anybody who does wine, anybody who blends scotch. He's constantly tasting and adjusting the blends as the varietals of tobacco come in, and is con- you know is consistently 
making sure that those blends are distributed out to wherever they're being rolled. Let's say a lot of D4s, let's say, Partagas D4. That master blender is distributing that new blend if there's any change in the tobacco based on the crop or the, you know, the weather, whatever happened, distributing that out to the provincial factory so that all D4s are as close together as so, possible. I, so that, I mean, that that's that's fascinating. I think one of the things that I'd be keen to understand is, you know, just watch when when they go to the farmer's market, you know, the farmer's market <laughs> and, 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 and do the shopping, you know, what they're, what kind of conversations they're having, what the game plan is and, you know, how they go about because now whoever's blending these cigars has a has a task of introducing potentially new flavor profiles, new, you know, that could potentially rewrite the flavor profile for LGC because there's there are flavor flavor profiles that we that we you know link to specific cigars. Yep. So it's, it's you know it's exciting because now, you know it's a new it's a new generation. And you know what I like about this more than any other regional stuff that we talked about. So the regional releases. Let's just focus on Ligoria Cubana. When they release, let's say, the Espana, whatever distributor or retailer is that specific to is involved in that blending process. So they're sent cigars, there's feedback, there's change, there's back and forth. This is wholly only in Tabacuba. So that blender made the cigar. It went through Tabacuba. There was no feedback loop from retailers and distributors around the world to make this cigar. So to see this be a success um, for a $20 Robusto... Is what, a huge win to me. It really, What's it really the factory is. Code on this box? UBL, which is Partagas, as of mm. March so, of last year. Right. So the construction of this cigar, of the, at least the one that I smoked, I think all of is, us, is all of Davidoff, us, are the same. is Davidoff quality construction. Totally, agree. we are right there with you, yeah. Kuba. Yeah. It's right Davidoff there. quality construction. I'm, I'm looking at, at the burnt. I haven't touched the cigar up one time. The combustion was outstanding. The smoke output is the excellent. The, every, the, 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 all the construction, the build has been just absolutely flawless. And for all of us. Dude, yeah, to Puba's know, not point, a single one this is one of the bad. best constructed cigars I've ever had, period. Yeah. 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 One of the best constructed. Because there's Cubans, nothing wrong with it. There's nothing flawless. wrong with it. It's yeah. flawless yeah. construction. So, this, so whoever rolled this, you can talk about the blend. I think that this is this was intentionally blended to go back to what we said earlier, coming into the last third here. I think that this was very intentionally blended to be smoked, smoked now. the moment that you get that box. Yeah, maybe you know. I think it was designed that way. Isn't it ready? It feels uh-huh. and tastes. It and, does. And performs I mean, it's like interesting it's ready. to hear you say that because, like, what would make sense? They kind of had to do that. They right? have to. If LGC makes so little at at this point, they any only consumer, have three vitolas for crying thing. out loud, and, and the only one that is still standard production is what the MDO four. Yeah. MDO right, so there is. Yeah. What are they going to put out? Something. There's one. Yes. One line in standard production. The MDO four. <laughs> that's crazy. If they're going to come out with this, they have to hit a home run. It's have crazy. To. This is many people's second M- uh, LGC they'll have ever smoked in I, their life. I would so argue maybe that the tobacco's more aged. Than, uh, no, than I don't know. think so. I, I, don't I think, think I think that the MDO four is 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 a tough one to look at as as a headliner for any marca. Because they put it out so infrequently. You know what? They come out, you, you know, there's batches of those that come out in very low quantity every two years, maybe. I mean, they just don't come out a lot. And it's a it's a Panatella. And look, MDO number two, MDO number three, MDO number four, MDO number one do not have a lot of Lejero in them. Mm-hmm. But yet they age beautifully. They do. Yeah. So you don't need to have a lot of Lejero 
in a cigar for it to age, yeah. I think. I, I mean, agree with that. It's just when there's a lot of Lajero, it, it requires a lot. It it's sensitive right. to age. When there's less Lajero, it requires less age. That's yeah. right. And to your point, in either circumstance, they can age extremely well. Right. Mm. I just want to give the blender who blended this a high five. Absolutely. I think this is... Hundred percent, and the rollers, and the this rollers. This is one of the best constructed Cubans we've ever it's had. A, but one of the, it's really it, the construction on it was great. Uh, the, the 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 it's it's straightforward. Um, in time, who knows what it'll taste like? But boy, there are Cohibas that don't burn this perfectly. This is true. I yeah. mean, it is absurd yeah. at this price. What they were. This I was actually. Did. It's funny you say that because I was actually on a Zoom call with. Uh, with Rob Iowa, because we always mention Rob and some other guys from FOH. And, and a couple of them had mentioned that they were smoking Sigla 2s that came out of Legito. And performance-wise, they couldn't get them to smoke. Oh, boy. They had to put them down. And I think they were three, four years old or whatever. Wow. But think about spending $60, $70 on a cigar and to have it perform so terribly. And we're holding an LGC that's 20 bucks that, to me, is standing up fresh to any Robusto in the Habanos catalog right yeah. now. Yeah. Fresh, yeah. it's yeah. standing up to anybody. And I bet, I bet, in just even just a couple of short years, that it's even better. I don't Agreed. think we should release this pod. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I see it slotting in. I see it slotting in the same place that you would slot a QD. Um, oh yeah, good point. Uh, uh, you know, like that kind of. It, this is like a, for me, maybe a daytime, a, a nice day kind. Time cigar or a or a pre dinner cigar. I'm gonna You've got the time. I'm gonna make a definitive statement that everybody uh -oh. in this room is gonna be very upset uh -oh. with. This cigar wipes the floor with the QD50. It uh, wipes well the floor. It's not competing with it. No. It, it, well, it is in a slot. Per, you know where, where I would slot this is the same place I would put that. Corona, the the Corona's Claire is better, of course. Yeah, but yeah. you could you could have this cigar. Let's say you're gonna have three sticks in one <laughs> night. You could have this as your first one. Right. Like the QD50 for me always slots in the morning. I'd start with that. Yeah. I'd have this in the afternoon and mm. then like a partigas in the evening. But I'll say something about this cigar. Neither of Penny the, in the morning. None of those. in the afternoon. No, hold on. <laughs> hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. For me, for me, for me personally, the QDs don't coat my mouth the way this cigar does. There's a coating of flavor that I just want more and more of. With the QDs, I love the QD54, you know that, and the Coronas Claro, but I don't get that lingering. I'm getting a lingering twang on this that I don't get on any of those fucking cigars. I agree with that. The I finish agree. is thinner on those. Yeah, I agree. yeah. But the Coronas Claro is a better cigar. Well, I'm not going to say that. I think uh, my point in comparing to the 50 was just the size. You know, this is yeah. a 50 yeah, that's true. cigar. That's, that's the only reason I was making that tiny. Point. It's a tiny yeah, it's little, a little thing. I would love to tour the Partagas factory when we go back. Yeah, that's the, Absolutely. the next <laughs> This was a hell of if a... There is such, if there is a way. It, this thing was really rolled well. Someone paid attention. Mm. Yeah. So I got to bring this up, boys, because we blasted them. I think it was in September or October with Dan from Cigar Salute. Did you guys see that Monty Fortuna put out a video of how to spot fake Cuban cigars? Uh -huh. Fake news? You mean... <laughs> All right, take it easy, Gizmo. They're they're a client. Yeah, hold on to your seatbelts, everybody. I worked on that video. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just want like, did they make the they video for some themselves? Crisis comes after yeah. uh, you guys <laughs> really let them have it. They uh, so they put out this video on YouTube a few days ago. I was cracking up because a it's like eight months after you know the whole fiasco. Last summer it was a shit show, but 
They're putting out this video of how to spot fakes and all the stuff we talked about on the podcast that Dan. It's like they listened and, and quoted like every point that Dan made about how to find fake Cubans and condensed it down into their own YouTube video. I just think they made it for themselves. How to spot a fake Cuban. <laughs> yeah. It's in the employee manual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check Who it knows? out. It's a whole rabbit hole. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a whole rabbit hole. It's funny. It's all about learning. Really oh, yeah. well-constructed smoke, though, guys, huh? Yeah. And, and, and Puba, pretty, Puba pretty took cool. it all the way down, too, I yeah, see. Yeah, pretty cool delivery. Yeah. Puba was the first to finish. Dude, yeah. Yeah, he blew through it. Very rare to see. Do you think there's similarities between this and E2? Some. A little bit. Not a ton, but some. The creaminess for sure. E2 is a big step above. The E2's got more oomph body and strength to it. Way more complex than this. Way more. It's a, it's, a, it's a step up. So I got to say, for a Robusto Extra, a Gordito, this smoked very fast tonight. Maybe that's the youth, or we just blew through it. But we blew through it. I, I mean, we're only an hour in. It's a merit. Yeah. yeah. It's a merit. It's it is. Like, it's like the nice kind of combustion you get out of a really good uh, um, Upman 2 that's not so tightly packed, but you're getting yeah. this good construction and it's smoked in the reason we thought this was going to be an hour 20 or smoke. It's not. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, the combustion was so good. Yeah, and no it's, touch it's ups, a, like you said. Nobody it, reached for their light. It's or a no merit one. in the cigar. I don't think a tightly packed big range gauge cigar, like a, when it's so tightly packed, is a good thing. No, yeah. it's not. This was really great. Yeah, it smoked just perfect for me. I think that the. I'm so glad I have another box because I'm going to definitely be reaching for these. Do you? At the start of the night, for sure. I'd love to see it in two years. Yeah, yeah I like I to agree. try it in about I remember two years. The, uh, don't, don't forget the lizard sharing protocol. That's exactly right. <laughs> you know where to find them. Yeah. Great cigar. I mean, this previewed as well as any young cigar that I've smoked in a while. And again, we have to say it again because we've, we've trashed Habano so much for the pricing strategy. But to see a cigar come out a new release on a, on a marker that we love in a Vitola that works for 20 bucks for an hour, hour 10 it's insane. experience. Yeah. That is value to me. Big time. This is where I wish Habanos was moving their catalog. Big time. Is, is bringing phenomenal value in, in Vitola and flavor that we love to great, great brands. The, the other thing that's really nice about this cigar, and we talk about this quite a bit, there is something to like in this cigar for every smoker. I 100%. Think. Totally yeah. And there are few cigars we would say that about, right? There are certain cigars we would say, if you're a novice smoker and, and you are used to smoking very mild cigars, this is probably a bit too much, right, for you at that point. To me, this cigar, if you've only had a few Cubans in your life and you're trying to get into more, I there's not, no point in here where this gets so strong or weird, weird or yeah. kicks you around that you would say, I'm not sure this is for me. It works for that person. If you're a you know a, a Cuban aficionado that smokes Cubans all the time, the the flavor, despite being mild, is so refined and concentrated that all of us are sitting here incredibly satisfied. So I do love also. This is a cigar that is versatile and that I think it's really for everybody. Yeah, and for twenty dollars, it's an extraordinary value. And it's one of those those boxes that to me. If I'm with a group of friends, let's say who doesn't, you know, not not the lizards that that smoke all the time and are very experienced. If I'm I'm with a group of folks and say, hey, 
you know, we know you love Cuban cigars. I, I want to give them something that I know is going to perform brilliantly and is not going to offend a novice smoker and will satisfy someone who smokes a lot. This is very high on that list right now. Yeah. yeah I, want, I wonder with a little bit of time, if some of those up front on the cold draw, like some of those dessert flavors that, that we got out of it that weren't so pronounced down the end, like that honey, so that they'll start to appear that maybe they will maybe yeah. with a little bit of a little bit of maturity they'll start mm-hmm. to present themselves and it can really make this thing a real knockout yeah um yeah but it previewed really 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 great yeah agree and with the tequila really what a what an yeah, incredible tequila, pairing what a bam, great pairing tonight really yeah uh, the tequila was brilliant tonight and again for an añejo to pair as well as it did with this i'm oh, so yeah. glad um, that we did perfect it because it was perfect. Perfect because it has that salty. It paired up great because it has that. It has that minerality and that saltiness that kind of just it matches up really nice, particularly with the cigar that's this medium body. Yeah, yeah very yeah. well said. Yep. You know, I, you guys. Um, really good. You guys ready to do the formal liquor rating on yeah. the tequila oh, Ocho oh, Añejo? Yeah. All right, yeah. Bam Bam, you're up. You know, I'm going between a nine and a ten on this because it's it's just so delicious. The minerality, the earth tones, that it's just I'm I'm probably gonna go I'm gonna go ten. All right. Ten on this tequila. Grinder. I'm trying I'm trying to recollect what I've given, you know, the El Tesoro and some of the better tequilas we've had. Um, better? Best well, I mean Parallel. Better yeah. you know, better than the rest. Yeah. Um I don't I, I don't recall, but you know, I am also deciding between a nine and a ten. Mm-hmm. Um, this is definitely one that you know one of the best tequilas I've had, and it's one that I'll be searching for again. I don't know if it's a ten because my range is not as well refined as you guys on the tequila front. On the tequila front, no, I don't drink. I don't. I only drink tequila with this pod. Um, really, that's fine. But just for what it is for you for I mean, tonight. Yeah, I know. The experience I'm, I'm, tonight. The experience tonight was a nine. All right, okay, great, Senator. Uh, for me, this is easily a 10. And the reason I'm going to say that, um, there's arguably no more drinkable tequila. I mean, when Bam said that he could just take down an entire bottle of this in, in a the yard himself. <laughs> with, the, with this cigar in the fucking yard? I mean, I, I honestly, I feel the same way. And the other thing that has to factor in for me, I think $65 for this bottle value. is an outstanding it's, value. It's outstanding. I mean, honestly, a lot of the other Añejos that... Like I mentioned El Tesoro because I think that they're very similar in that they they are lighter um, bodied añejos in a very good way, not this like barrel heavy whiskey like añejo. And uh, most of those are ninety a hundred dollars. I mean Don Filano, El Tesoro, all of those are in that price range. The fact that this is sixty five dollars, I think, is tremendous. So for me, it's a ten. And the creaminess, the creaminess that you're getting that you mentioned early on, it is there. And and creamier than any añejo, honestly, I've had. Like I love El Tesoro just as much for a different reason, yeah. but for what this is, it's so unique and indistinguishable. It's perfect. Yep. So I left that dinner at añejo with Chef Ricky mm-hmm. with us. The you know the guys that went absolutely in love with the añejo. That was my first time having it. This is my second having it tonight. It absolutely is very parallel with Tesoro, and that's where I was going. You touched on it. I'm not going to repeat it, but the value thing cannot be ignored. So absolutely, this this is right alongside the Tesoro for me. It's a ten for sure. Now you're talking, Puba. Yeah, um, I've had a lot of this tequila. I 
I'm a big oat. You guys know I'm a big oat tequila. Ocho yeah, it's fan. running through your tap in the fr- in the in the bathroom. You just turn uh, a spigot on and it comes and, out. And guys, guys, <laughs> for the listener, um, try the entire line. Yeah, but the entire line is terrific. Try it and see what you like. And I love El Tesoro too. I'd give them both a ten. I think that they're both my favorite, and this is my go-to. It's a ten for me. Great. As as our friend Pagoda would say, it's a ten, it's a ten, it's a ten. So the formal liquor rating on the Tequila Ocho Añejo is a nine point eight. Yeah, ninety eight boys. An elite tequila. Would, Absolutely. Would you do all the calculus on it for the price, for what it is, how it's yeah. made? It's a perfect score. It's yeah. a, it's that it, it's right there. And if you live in the New yeah New York New Jersey area, go to Añejo. You could probably try all of them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You could do them all. You could do a flight. Yeah. Very good stuff. Good all right, plug. boys. Good plug. So it's time to do the formal lizard rating on the La Gloria Cubano Torquinos Gordito. Rooster, you're up. So I'm in between an eight and a nine on this. But the construction, the draw, I mean, everything was just perfect. So I'm leaning towards a nine. Okay. Puba. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I really loved the cigar. It's not a nine for me. It's an eight. Um, and it's an eight, only an eight for me just because it just lacks. It, it just, there's a little bit of complexity that I'm looking for, a little bit of an edge. I'd probably give it an 8.5 if I could, but I'm not. I'm going to give it an eight. It just, there's a little bit of complexity that I think it needs. Maybe that'll come with time, but a hell of a cigar on all the things, you know, on all the things that we mentioned. Yeah. Really good. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm right there with you. I am a nine, though, uh, purely because of how I see it slotting in for me. This is an early entrant and a quick entrant into my rotation. I'm going to smoke a lot of these cigars. And again, I can't ignore celebrating the value in a $20 Robusto. Feels great in the hand. The construction is excellent. Um, I'm so excited that I have another box of these sitting in my tower, and I'm going to order more. Um, all day it's a nine. A twenty dollar Robusto, I can't believe it. Six months old from Habanos. It's awesome. like it's That's a slam awesome. dunk. Awesome. Senator. So I agree with all the previous commentary. Um the pros are are obvious, the construction's flawless. Um, it's a refined smoke despite how young it is. I agree with Puba that on the cons, it's not the most complex smoke. It is pretty straightforward. Um, but all things considered, I've got to round up to a nine. Mm-hmm. And I think it has the potential with age to be a 10 someday. Maybe. I agree. Grinder. It's a nine for me. Um, the flavor profile is, I think someone, I think it was Puba who mentioned it's in my power alley. Um, I was considering a 10, but um, I don't know. It, the, 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 there is a little bit more that I'm still looking for. Um, and I would smoke it every day. <laughs> Having said that, uh, the thing that would struck me about this cigar is that I often, with the lighter medium, you know, the lighter cigars, I do a lot of retrohale. Yeah. And I get so much of that. That takes it over. That that takes a mild cigar and really brings it to where I want it to be. Um, this one, I didn't do that at all. I didn't have to do that at all. Yeah, I was just kind of I was I was embracing the aroma. I was trying to get as much of it as I can. Um, so it's a nine for me. I think we can, you know, I think to to Puba's point, to to Senator's point, just a little more time. It's definitely has has the potential to be a ten. Yeah, I think this is definitely one we revisit in a couple of years. Agreed. Bam, bam. Yeah, I'm at a nine as well. You know, for me, when I have 
the experience where I'm combining both savory and sweet. For me personally, that's that's a complex experience. When you can achieve that in a cigar, there's for me there's complexity. So I'm going with a nine, 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 nine. All right. And for the price, it's incredible Can't the value. Either. So the formal lizard rating on the LGC Turquinos is an eight point eight, which is an excellent score for Good a six month old Habanos. Yeah. yeah. I celebrate the cigar boys. I'm celebrating. Yeah, it's yeah. a strong recommend. Dude, celebrating. And honestly, the conversation tonight was at such a high level. When a cigar triggers that type of discussion, yeah, it's it's a it's a provocative cigar. There's a lot to it. Yeah, can't wait to get more of these. And I like like you know like we're talking about with aging them just a little bit. Yeah, you know, trying these again in two to three years, I can't imagine where they're going to be. So, absolutely for the listener, at an eight point eight, you got to go out and get a box of these. Box of ten. Yeah, I think an eight. I think eighty-eight. Eighty-eight's so the number. Yeah, it's is, perfect. This is a good. Quick score. question: Do yeah. these just come in a box of ten? So they only come in ten counts. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it's what, interesting. Man. What did you pay for this? Two hundred bucks for ten. You know what? You know what the retail? What the price is on the same website when I just checked? Two seventy-eight. Wow. Wow. It's because of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I got them on sale or something, but you can get them about twenty bucks a stick. All right, boys. So a 9.8 for the Tequila Ocho Añejo and an 8.8 for the La Gloria Cubana Turquinos, brand new Gordito. What an excellent night and an excellent pairing. I really enjoyed that. And uh, awesome. We'll see you all next week. Keep smoking. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for joining us. You can find our merch store and ratings archive at our brand new website, loungelizardspod.com. That's loungelizardspod.com. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us, hello at loungelizardspod.com. You can also find us on Instagram, at loungelizardspod. We really appreciate your time, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week.